Welcome to Technically Iowa, a podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and all-out female rock stars connected to technology in Iowa. I'm Beth Trejo, and I'll be your host for the show. We have a great show for you planned today. But first, a message from our sponsor. Be sure to check out TAI's Catalyst Series, presented by Corteva AgriScience Agricultural Division of Dow DuPont. This Catalyst Series profiles Iowa women technology leaders through personal long-form interviews and beautiful photography. The digital series will culminate in a live event on December 4th in downtown Des Moines at the Tea Room. Experience photography from the series and listen to stories from women featured throughout 2018. You can meet the Catalyst and learn more about the live event at CatalystIowa.com. That's C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T-S-Iowa.com. Hello and welcome to Technically Iowa, a podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and all-out female rock stars connected to technology in Iowa. I'm Beth Trejo and I'll be your host for this show. Today, my guest speaker will be Nicole Chesmore. Nicole is Assistant Vice President in Infrastructure and Operations at Grinnell Mutual in Des Moines. Welcome, Nicole. Hi. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm excited to chat with you a little bit today. We really just like to start this podcast by letting people get to know you a little bit. So tell me about your story as it relates to your career and how did you get into your current role there at Grinnell Mutual? I've been in technology in the Des Moines area for over 20 years. Um, For the last 14 months, I've actually been here at Grinnell Mutual as the AVP over infrastructure. Under my area of control, I have all of their security, IT security, infrastructure services, service management, and IT procurement. Grinnell is a great company. It's over 100 years old, and basically it is one of the local trusted sources, and we offer auto, home, and farm and business coverages. But really, we've spent the last year focusing on technology transformation and to make sure we're working with our partners and stakeholders to make day-to-day items easier. I've been in IT a long time, so I've done a little bit of everything from being a developer to a project manager to working in the security and infrastructure realms. And so that's how I was brought in to Grinnell as we're continuing to work towards more technology transformation and really focusing on making sure we're doing what's right to make things easier. So Grinnell is obviously, as you mentioned, it's a a company that's around for a long time. Tell me a little bit about how you guys are integrating technology and maybe give me an example of like, what does a killer day look like for you? Like when you feel like, man, we nailed it today um, in terms of technology. Each and every day brings new opportunities, um, especially when I have both operations and security teams and they'll bring new challenges to a team. And that's part of the fun of what I get to do. But some of the most recent and best successes we've had is we're maturing our new DevOps capabilities. And although we're still new to this area, we're seeing amazing advancements in the time savings and stability for the applications that this is giving us. One of the very first systems we put live uh, showed a 65-plus hours of time saving per month for just completing one application in the new methodology of going forward with DevOps. That type of thing is really showing some of the success and also showing how transforming some of our current processes 
it's just giving us back the time to put that focus back to being able to provide more benefits to our stakeholders. Awesome. So are those like internal changes or are those external where maybe like the consumer facing side, like you've kind of redeveloped the way that they submit the forms or tell us a little bit more about that. Those current changes were internal changes and working on how our staff is doing actual development. We are also doing a transformation into our external facing capabilities for all of our agents and those that do business with us. And so Grinnell is in a multi-year project of implementing a new Guidewire solution, and we're very excited to be able to put together portals and ways to interact with us to make sure that we're doing business not only streamlined, but with an ease of use always in our focus to help our customers be able to interact with us on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, it's amazing how those changes, big or small, can, as you alluded to, make a huge difference on efficiencies and just, I think, overall experience. You know, once you do something quickly, you never want to do it slow and manual again. (laughs) You guys are located in Des Moines, right? We have offices both in Grinnell, Iowa and in West Des Moines. Okay. So what do you think, what are you seeing in the Iowa tech scene? And what are some of the things that you feel like people don't know enough about, or maybe even some of the misconceptions on what's happening in Iowa in technology? When I speak to my peers that are on either coast, I think some of the biggest misconceptions for Iowa is the lack of understanding of what amazing talent and capability there is here in Iowa. Companies are really leading the way to make large advancements in how corporations are doing business. It's always a surprise when I attend conferences, either in security, service management, infrastructure, on how advanced the companies here in Iowa are compared to many of our peers in the organization. We really are taking the lead on a lot of these of actually implementing a lot of the new methodologies that are coming in for technology. Do you see a difference between like large and small companies? Like do you maybe don't have much interaction with smaller businesses surrounding the state, but do you feel like their adaptation is just as swift as maybe some of the larger companies such as Grinnell? I do. I think that the talent pool here in Iowa is we have a tremendous amount of top tech talent here, and I think that's allowed for those skill sets to be shared not only with the larger organizations, but a lot of the small companies, and those opportunities to make sure that we're transparent and sharing knowledge across some of the industries here in Iowa is still occurring. So I think that capability and being able to continue to move things forward we're seeing both in large and small corporations here in town. That's awesome. I mean, we're definitely seeing it um, kind of on the western side of the state as well, but appreciate the insights and outlook. So now it's time for a little fun. So we'd like to do a little trivia section here on the podcast, and this game is based on a recent interview that Jeff Bezos did, who's the CEO of Amazon, that he really believes that we should stop trying to balance our work life and our personal life. And he said that instead, it's more of a holistic relationship and more of a circle instead of an actual balance. So the game we're going to play today is I'm going to give you a list of items that Bezos mentioned to keep him balanced. And I threw a couple others in as well. When I list these off, all I need you to do is answer, that's me or not a chance. So let's get started here. Sounds good. All right. Not setting an alarm before bed. That's me. Oh, I'm, I am so proud of that. I can't believe that you wake up on time. I'd be sleeping until 8. <laughs> Most of my mornings start around 5 a.m. So I'm up and going and ready to get going for the day. 
Awesome. What about breakfast every morning? Not a chance. Really? What about coffee? Um, I'm addicted to that. <laughs> so yes, there are multiple cups of coffee every morning. I hear you. All right, work out each day. Oh, probably not a chance, although I'm big into making sure I do walking and try to do walking one-on-ones with my team and keep that involved in everyday activities. So it's not necessarily a schedule workout, but something I try to build into how I live each day. Great. What about quiet time set aside daily? That's me. Okay, this one I I probably can guess since you were up at five, but avoiding early meetings. Um, Not a chance. (laughs) I love to get going early and get things moving. Well, yeah, probably because by by 7 a.m. you're definitely on your way through the day. How about eight hours of sleep each night? That's me. I really try hard to make sure that I'm getting between seven and eight hours every day. Fabulous. Well, that wraps up that trivia section. And now we're going to move on to our life hacks. So this part of the podcast, we like to get our guests feedback on any tools or tips, maybe some hacks that they use in their life to make themselves more productive or just provide a little bit of sanity. So the first question I have for you is what is your favorite app to take photos with? One of the apps that I've probably been playing with most recently is a simple app called Quick, and it's Q-W-I-K. And it really is just a, a very simple, straightforward imaging editor for your phone to be able to put quick wording, phrases, stars, to clean up pictures. The other one I've been using is called Photoshop Lightroom, and it allows you to do more of like taking things in and out of a photo. So I'm not actually taking photos with them, but I'm using them to do a lot of the photo editing since most of my photos nowadays are taken via my phone. Awesome. One of them that I'm loving right now is called QuickShot, and it's actually a app that you can use, especially if you have like skylines or a lot of sky within your image, and you can swap out the skies. It's really a cool app and fun to play with, and it's fascinating how well it can like change the shadows and the color of the light even reflecting on the non-sky parts of your image so kind of just a little fun one to play with sounds good are you a reader what book have you read lately i'm currently reading a book called measure what matters how google bono and gates foundation rocked the world um, with okrs objectives and key results is what that stands for. I'm just partly way through, but really it's a series of case studies that focuses on, you know, agility, but also how understanding what those objectives and key results do and how to make decisions for an organization based on knowing what's important. And so I found that very interesting. I'm not all the way through it yet, but that's what I've got currently on my reading list. That sounds like a good one. I might have to pick that one out. And then the last question, how as Iowans can we help each other um, kind of grow and develop in the technology space? Do you have any ideas on that or any kind of last parting words that you think we can help, whether us as listeners can help you or just collaborate more? I think one of the current items for all companies is to continue to focus on how we can open doors and provide more opportunities for individuals in the workplace and the technology field, both in security and infrastructure, but also all throughout technology. I know here at Grinnell, we have multiple positive new openings within technology and looking for those individuals that continue to 
want to think outside the box but continually want to change and grow and be excited about what's moving forward. Finding ways to get new individuals into technology, pulling more women or more college students back into the field is something that I'd like to see us all focus on as we continue to move forward in 2019. We have lots of opportunity to grow in that area and excited to let people understand why it's exciting for us, but how they can get involved. Cheers to that. I couldn't agree more. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today, Nicole, and much success to you and your team. Well, thank you very much. It was nice meeting you.